All righty. Is, is everybody ready? Yeah, I think I'm ready. Excellent. Mr. John, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about shopping and how to survive a grocery store today. Perfect. Cool. Awesome. Do you ever wonder where your food comes from? That's what got us started on this adventure. We talk to everyone we can to answer the question, what makes the Comox Valley food scene so special? Join us on our culinary exploration of this edible valley. And welcome to the Edible Valley podcast. My name is William Stringer. I'm the producer. And I am Chef Jonathan Fraser. And I am Darren Howlett, your co-host. And I'm very happy to say we have a wonderful guest here today. It is Austin Diot Turner. Awesome, you nailed it. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) And he is a chef at the amazing Locals Restaurant. And we're very glad to have you with us today. You actually produced some of our future background soundtrack to the podcast, which you're going to hear very, very shortly. Super exciting. Yeah, we're we're excited to have Austin because I was like, I need to change my music and he's like i can do that <laughs> yeah glad to have austin on so not only your cook you're a, a bit of a musician as well yeah definitely i'm pushing forward in my musical career i just started it i just released a, a single on spotify go by adt is my name adt adt that's, that's cool. my artist name it's like my nice. initials yeah. austin diot turner <laughs> nice <laughs> but it's kind of it's kind of cool so right. yeah i'm just uh, working in that that field as well yeah awesome so we thought you you know since we're gonna you're helping us with doing some of our recording levels and figuring all that out. Uh, we thought we'd just bring you in and have a sit down and chat about uh, how yeah. to grocery shop. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I yeah. mean, this is a very interesting subject. There's a lot to cover, as always. Let's start with quite a broad question. Um, you know, how do grocery stores make you, the consumer, spend more money? Well, they, they put food there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more, more aside, money. I guess aside from like the basic, aside from yeah, aside from you going in and picking up your essentials, like anything beyond that. Sure. Um, I mean, obviously, there's marketing, and uh, I think that pretty some pretty common practices would be um, the bulk sizing or the extra sizing or things like I don't want to say names because we don't like to say names, but like the big. Uh, surplus stores sort of you know when you buy in surplus volumes right I think that's probably one of the things is uh, I think that that's where you find that grocery stores really target on making some profit there is through getting you to buy more than you actually need I think at least that's one of the ways John do you have any idea well it's it's definitely you know there's there's lots of little tricks and stuff like that and you know trying to get your way through and yeah I was like kind of wondering how you guys Sure. Doing, doing your your shopping that you've been doing lately get through right. the right the store yeah well <clears throat> because there's so many things that are sitting there that are catching your eyes as you're going through I guess yeah. it's easy that you guys have a list yeah <laughs> yeah we're not we're, we have a list a very specific or I do I have a very specific list of what I'm I'm picking up for people so it's pretty easy for me to not deviate but yeah you're right like the way that I mean there's all the old tricks of marketing and I shouldn't say when I say tricks, I'm not meaning like from a devious, I just mean your general rules of marketing. Um, you have bright displays, you have bright packaging, you use lots of key phrasing like, 
new, improved, healthy, blah, blah, blah. Like anything that's going to get you to, yeah. to give it a second glance. Best or, seller. Yeah, exactly. Organic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's a yeah. new word now, for sure. Any yeah. of the hot words, like any, the, and we go through new ones every about 10 years. You know, no GMOs. A, right. So I've got one that I've noticed works for me in terms of increasing my consumption. Mm. And that's when you have just a random tray of stuff. Yeah. Like in the case of one store I went to recently, naan chips. Right. So kind of pita chips, yeah. but mm. with naan. And there was sour cream and onion flavored. Absolutely delicious. And they were just in a, just randomly in the store. And they weren't at, even on offer. They were four fifty. They were not right. cheap. But they looked delicious. And <laughs> because it was naan, I convinced myself that's cultural. <laughs> and it will be an experience. <laughs> and I, I yeah. chowed down on them in the car before I'd even got home. Right. And so that's one way of doing it. Just yeah. separating stuff, the end of the aisles, by the checkouts in a separate part of the store. Yeah, I bought these delicious Nutella packs where you have the little bread sticks and you dip into oh, the yeah, Nutella. Yeah. I was like, how did that end up? <laughs> I never would have gone looking for them. It's the, it's the I, separation. I, yeah, exactly. In that regard, I think Nutella was, pro I mean, we're talking about products now, but I think Nutella probably just said, people love our stuff. Mm. And when they get the urge to eat it, they want to eat it now. So how do we give them a vessel where they can buy the product and not open the jar and dip the finger in. They're like, let's give them a product they can eat at like at that moment. Yeah, know? right. And that falls into that whole impulse buy thing. Well, and that because you look ridiculous at the till when you've got <laughs> your hand in the bucket, <laughs> right. shoveling it into your face. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think the other thing too that uh, something that I'm I wouldn't say struggling with, but reminding myself of, as everybody knows, so is because we've talked about it before. I am trying to lose a bit of weight. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a little heavier than I like to be. And um, one of the things that I find is if you go, if you, and it, this isn't something I found. This is something I heard from other people. And I find it to be true, though. If you skirt the store and stay away from the center, you're going to find a lot less, um, like a lot of the junk foods, the prepared foods, the, the shelf-stable foods that don't necessarily always have a lot of healthy value. I mean, there's still canned goods there mm -hmm. that are. And, but if you can stay away from there, if, if you can do 85, 90% of your grocery shopping <laughs> around the round, which is, you know, you, generally speaking, you start at a produce department and then you get to the back of the store where you have your seafoods, your meats, then you have your bakery and your dairy case. If you can do 90% of your shopping in there you're already giving yourself a huge advantage. You know? Well, that's because you're going in for your staples, right? Right. That's it. Like you're going, I need to get some butter. I need to get some right. milk. I need to get some, you know. So all the refrigerators are right on the edge. Yeah, yeah all exactly. All on the outside. Yeah. I, and that's, I'd, I'd almost agree with that in, in as a blanket statement. Like the more you're buying things that are, I mean, generally speaking, the more you're sticking to the refrigerated items versus you know, your boxes of crackers and chips and what have you, you know, you're at least erring on the side of the right, you know, you're going to, you're finding you're a little bit healthier, a little bit better for you. But then that's, that's my burden. Like that, when I go into a grocery store right now, I'm not worried about being marketed to, I'm worried about, can I stay away from going back to old habits? Right. You know, I want to make sure that I'm staying, I know that I'm a good cook. I know that I can make great things out of solely ingredients that are in that circumference. 
Well, I got to, this, this goes to me. I'm a disaster when I walk into a grocery store. <laughs> yeah. So th- this is interesting. So from the point of John and Austin, I'll start with you, John, you know, as someone who knows about food, are, are you as susceptible to these marketing techniques? What, what is your bugbear when you go well, into the supermarket? You know, I get, I get angry. Because I, I, I know the prices of what they're buying it for and what they're turning around to sell it to you for. Mm, so sometimes right. I'm like, like I see little tricks. Like you see like seafood <clears throat> when they're selling. There was one ad in a paper and they were like, it was eight ninety five for a hundred grams of salmon. And wow. I was like, and I was like, I pay eight ninety five for a pound of salmon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, those are the, like the, for those not taking those cool. moments to have your calculator with you. So you could be like, yeah. and that's what I love is actually read the tags now as you go yeah, through and each one of those actually says there is written in there. All the information you yeah. need is there. Cause they'll put like, you know, five bucks for a bag of something, but you look down and you're like, Oh, that's for, you know, yeah. it's a dollar something for a hundred conversions. You know, like, yeah. that's the other thing. 454 grams is a pound. So like, Knowing that right there is going to let you know, you know, you're going to be more informed when you're yeah. making those shop when you're reading that flyer. Or, uh, sorry, we just lost a camera. I'm gonna get up. <laughs> okay, let's just Take fly by the seat of our pants. We'll get we down do to uh, we'll get continue that. <laughs> so, Austin, are, are yeah. there any things that you have when you're in a supermarket that that catch you out? Maybe catch me out. I would say it's. Like what we talked about, I find for me personally, the most helpful thing when I'm going into a supermarket, I found my partners helped me a lot with this too. We both kind of found this solution is to uh, make a list, but also like learn the supermarket enough to make a list in the order of what you're going to be getting. So you can kind of just go exactly for what you need and not have to look at anything else. Okay. So you can just kind of go sequentially (laughs) and, you know, it takes a lot of impulse control for sure. But I think that's helped at least because I definitely get impulsive with certain things. I see something and it's just the big text and the colors and it's like okay yep put, put the old horse blinders on there and yeah. just go straight through the aisles yeah see that's my problem is when i get in there and watch darren fall in his chair <laughs> uh i'm i'm always like i want to i start I, I start thinking so that's the problem so mm-hmm. then i'm like oh i could take this and this and this and make this yeah and then i'm like that's a lot of work and then i pick up something i'm like <laughs> i'm like someone's gonna see me with this in my cart so i put it back so it's i'm going through and i'm constantly trying to figure right. out and yeah i i never create a list which so, is weird when i shop yeah. for a restaurant i'm, I'm, I'm a opposite. list guy I'm the opposite now so because i have the small catering business and because i have i because the 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 grocery shopping side hobby that I have too. Um, I've found that I'm in a grocery store at least three times a day and they're usually different. But now when I've started grocery shopping, I'm, I don't have, I don't know how to put it. If you go grocery shopping and you're only going once a week, you might be willing to be a little more casual. You might be willing to take your time, see what's going on. I am in and out because I'm tired of being in a grocery store that much every day. Mm. So what I've found is I've started making a food plan, which is based on, you know, uh, my kids' needs, my needs, what have you. But it, it takes me 15 minutes. I write out every meal we're going to eat that week. And I know that that sounds, you know, a lot of work. A lot of people wouldn't right. maybe, but this is what works for me. I just like, oh, I can do this and this and this. Oh, I'm going to have extra of this in the house. So I might as well make that, put that to use. Oh, there'll be extra of this. I'll put that to use. Make all my meals based on that. Then I just walk into my fridge and look out of all those things that I need or what I have. 
And there's my list. And when I go in, I just get it and get out now. And so it's I'm actually saving more money and we're eating more variety by me taking those few minutes and deciding what we're going to eat for the week. Right. You know? And that's what I found too, because when you make the list right, you're, you're less likely to be stumbling through aisles looking yeah. for something. And then you'll be like, oh, that's that's actually pretty good. That's not what I want, but I'll grab it. Yeah. It looks exactly. good. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Where, yeah. If you don't have a plan, you're easily convinced that this might fit into your idea you know mm -hmm. maybe that'll uh, yeah maybe i can right. try it yeah, yeah exactly stays on the shelf for a month <laughs> oh uh, well i, I guess this sometime. is another trick that grocery stores do is that once you get your plan established yeah. they like to move everything yeah of course <laughs> it's true. yes Actually, yeah, it is true every couple of years or even some, in some cases every couple of months um but like every couple of years you'll see entire departments move but every couple of months you'll sh generally see shelf rotation mm, right and that's because they want you to spend time looking for things again they want you to be looking at other options or possibly not find what you wanted which was right there and the thing that they just bought for marginally cheaper is now in that spot right like the competitive brand that well, what they want to push for. is on that yeah there's that that eyesight line like right in the middle and that's where we all go to yeah and sometimes the better thing is to go to that bottom shelf or go to that top shelf right and mm -hmm. exactly. so a good bit of advice there we've got so far is to to know the price of products and to know if it's really good value or not mm -hmm. darren touched on to know the conversions because of mm -hmm. there's grams and pounds being used to, to really know your quantities and things like that but also to prepare to have a list and to a certain extent to keep your head down and stick to that and even when it moves to find your new thing and continue so one thing i do is i make sure i only go once a week yeah. um and then if i do have to go in for milk you know back to the above yeah. keep your head down yeah. only go in yeah. with that and things like that how so, did i come yeah. out with four bags of chips and a tub of ice I, cream i've actually found quite quite helpful for me for that is uh not and that's not necessarily why i'm doing it but if it's only one item or two items, I now send my kids in because my kids are old enough that they're right. confident. But it also gives them confidence of being able to go in, pick up an item, come out. They don't have that, oh, I came out with four chocolate bars too, Dad. You know, like they don't have that allowance <laughs> or that ability. They've, they've been given a task of going you in. You must have that. really good kids. <laughs> yeah. I do. I do have really good Because I know some kids that would be like, oh, six chocolate bars. I'm pretty sure that was on the list. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how they showed up in the car. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, another another interesting way is have you ever wondered why when you're going through a checkout, all the chocolate is really, really low down? Right. When, when we know that the stuff they want to sell with the greatest margins are eye level, why for a checkout is the chocolate practically on the ground? Yeah. The Can anyone mean, make a guess? Yeah, it's, it's definitely the kids. It's for kids. Absolutely. What so are your the thoughts? Kids, the kids turn to mom or dad and say... Oh, can we get this? While you're stuck there waiting while your item's going through, right? That was my daughter when we go shopping. She's like, <laughs> where'd you even get that? Can I yeah. have this? No. Can I have this? No. Yeah. Can I have this? No. I just, I made... I Papa, made a, you really like to say no. <laughs> yes. I made a yep. rule for my kids uh, very when they were very young that we don't touch food that we don't intend on buying. That's not right for, right. for other people. And so my kids, that just became that stopped being part of the conversation. They stopped right. asking because they couldn't pick it up and show me. Right. So 
they would just say, can we get a treat? Just yeah. just the pointing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this, this idea, there's been lots of extensions to this, but in certain parts of the world now, in certain European countries, they, ha- they are banning having uh, stuff like that at child height. Yeah. So you're yeah. just not allowed anymore. And I think a lot of businesses know that if everyone, if they do it by legislation, it's everyone's got to abide by that. So it's right. not one company suffering um, without right. the rest of them doing it. But it's an interesting idea that you don't have to walk through a wall of chocolate in a, in a pharmacy in order <laughs> to pay, uh, which is terrible. Can you imagine, you know, in, in 20 years when they start seeing that uh, the younger generation now, millennials, are a generation that are going to start dying off quicker than the previous generation. Right. They're going to start seeing sugar as being equal to tobacco and nicotine and the idea that we were allowed to walk through a ball of chocolate in order <laughs> yeah. to pay in a pharmacy yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And absolutely. I, I know where it comes from because, you know, as a shop owner or yeah. formerly owning a shop, it was like it was those little items at the till yeah. that sort of got you by. Yeah, especially really. yeah, because it's like, and that's where people would because I had an ice cream shop. People come in for a scoop of ice cream, mm-hmm. and then they get to the thing and they'd be like, and I'd have some fresh cookies or muffins and stuff out there, or we'd have our house made marshmallows, right. random meringues, and all of a sudden they're like grabbing those things as they're going through, and it was a good chunk of revenue to keep us afloat. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. I, I understand why where it comes. Yeah, did from. you find it a much easier sell for those products if you put them in that specific location? Easy. Yeah. We would put them behind the till. No one would touch them. We put them out on the counter. All of a sudden, they're gone. So yeah, really. Yeah, somebody's not coming in to buy. Like, let's take the marshmallows for example. Some, nobody's going out of their way to come into your shop to buy those marshmallows. No. But when you well, put I them, did. Yeah, but when you put them right there, then it becomes something they consider. So now you're selling. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're starting to sell that product that you're Mm -hmm. making. So like, yeah, it was, it was good. So it was good for us to introduce product. Just like you don't go to a big grocery store to buy a chocolate bar. If you're the only thing you're going in is buying is a chocolate bar. You'd probably hit a corner store or a gas station or somewhere where it's an in out situation. But that's why the grocery stores have put all their chocolate bars up at the front because that's pretty much the only place they're going to sell them. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing is it also helps you as when you're going and shopping, not going in hungry. Yeah, absolutely. That's my biggest mistake always. Absolutely. I remember reading a stat somewhere where they you know, did this extensive survey and they found that people generally spent 20 to 25% more if they went into grocery shopping hungry. And like, I absolutely understand. There are times when I come back and I am ha- like hangry and I'm looking through and I'm like, why did I buy this? Why did I buy this? Because at the moment... I was hungry and I was just throwing extra stuff in the cart. Yeah, it like turns off your filter for what's good and not good to buy. And then you buy all this junk food too. And it's just like, I've got a, I don't want that. I've got a tip. Yeah. Okay. Go, go into the supermarket if you're hungry and buy the hard boiled eggs. Oh, yeah. Eat a couple of those bad boys, usually a buck (laughs) 29. Yeah, for two eggs. Yeah. Yeah. I call them hunger killers. Yeah. Eat them. Your hunger's gone for the time that you're in the supermarket. Yeah, absolutely. And it's I am it's I'm protein. shocked right now. Yeah. I what? had no idea there was hard boiled yeah, eggs. That's a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're there. They're, I, oh, agree, yeah. I agree. Probably <laughs> a couple so of years weird. ago. <laughs> a couple of years ago I found those too. But generally in the like the pre made sandwich place or department or where you'll get a, a salad that's made in There's hard boiled eggs. Hard boiled eggs. Yep. For, and I, yeah, I know, I agree. But I thought about it later and I was like, you know, for somebody that's stopping in to grab a lunch, 
uh, I would much rather have that than my option to fill out my lunch being a chocolate bar or a bag you've of chips. just changed yeah. my life. And <laughs> actually, yeah, I agree. If you yeah. if you're hungry and you're about to go shopping, getting some quick protein in you, yeah, that's something that's as innocuous as an egg. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's a great idea. And you know what I think gets a lot of people too with them, them getting more money out of people is the like pre-made meals that are actually really easy to make yourself yes. like salads and stuff oh, or parfaits. It's like yeah. so cheap to make yourself, but they charge like yeah. six bucks for a little okay. salad. Really quickly. <laughs> yesterday I was on, I did a, 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 an order for somebody. I picked up someone's groceries and I'm not outing anyone or any companies here. So but that person, that, no, that person had me pick up a, uh, 15 frozen individual pasta dishes and i was looking at it and i'm like they were at 275 a piece i want to say so at something that was like i don't know i don't even remember what it was i think i calculated at 40 dollars in my head quick math right i was like i can make all of this at home for under six bucks like i could do all of that volume yeah. for this pasta dish but, but it's two minutes in the microwave mm. yeah <laughs> easy. easy you don't have a pot to clean up i <clears throat> I, I know why those are out there convenient yeah. but it's um yeah. can i have i'm going to do the ultimate sin and go massively off topic for a second yeah, because we were talking i think on the last show about shopping deliveries and I had the most amazing thing happen to me the other day. <laughs> so <laughs> my other half, Eva, has she goes to bed. She's a she's a vet nurse. She goes to bed really really early. And she's be on the road really really early. Right. And I've started taking to 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 sneaking out and doing some shopping, right. like for other people right. uh, in exchange for money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> indeed. Now I'm never going to do this again because it, <laughs> it, of what happened the other day. So oh. I did the shop. Yeah. Okay. Um, I delivered the groceries. Firstly, it's dark, so you can't see where you're delivering to. You can't see the number of the house. Mm, right. I, I, let's just say I was looking for 135. I looked at the next house. I could see it said 137. So I was like, this must be 135. Oh, no. no. It was 139. Oh, no. Okay. So I, uh, I just dumped all this stuff on the, uh, the doorstep, took a photo, and left. Uh, half an hour later, the shopping app called me and said to me, where's all the stuff? The customer said that they got a notification through that just arrived, had not arrived. So I said, right, I will be right back. Yeah. It was late at night. The delivery was happening gone 11.15. The wow. house looked empty. So I was like, it'll still be there. Got there? Not there. No. <laughs> not there. Nothing there. Knocked on the door of the actual customer. No answer. <laughs> it's like, I'm now just knocking on people's doors at half a level. <laughs> so eventually I thought, well, I'm going to knock on the not customer where it actually went because they can't make a complaint. Right. right. Can they? So I knocked on it. Eventually a lady answered the door. Long story short, eating it. <laughs> All Everything. Right? Imagine... You open the door at 11 o'clock at night and there's, you know, a couple of hundred dollars worth of groceries. All right. She'd already hit the bagels, the granola bars and the apples. Oh, my. What sort of mentality is that in the trough? (laughs) Quickly. Granola. Eat it before it comes back. Without even seemingly questioning 
anything. Um, and so I said, and she was a lovely lady. I want to point this out. No issues with, yeah. I mean, I right, do have right, a slight right. issue with their motives, but okay, <laughs> right. fair enough. Each to their own. Um, and and I had to pay dearly for this, but she was like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's all there. And I, I knew it wasn't all there. I right, could right, see right, it wasn't yeah. all there. So I said, oh, can, you, can I have, you know, the rest, the other, you know, three quarters of it? And she went and she said, okay. And went upstairs and <laughs> brought, obviously opened packets oh. and then the, the other customer the actual customer rightfully was like this has all been opened yeah. and oh. who would want that yeah, yeah of course so anyway very interesting wow. um, but there, there we go I wonder what this lady's like in a supermarket <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe not like that if she has to pay <laughs> now back back to the topic I want to, to round off by saying does anyone think that the time you go to the supermarket on the topic of late night yeah. shopping can help yeah, absolutely. Oh, definitely. I'm. I actually. Yeah. When when COVID first hit, I completely converted my shopping to half an hour before they close. I find that they're really? almost empty. Every every place is almost empty. And now I'm the opposite. Now I'm there pretty much when they open. Did you find that the stock was any different? Like you're finding uh, I things find, out. I would maybe one out of ten items I wouldn't get, but the fact that I didn't have to f- deal with people, like the place was empty, yeah. was worth it for me. That's I could, awesome. I could follow up and come back the next day. I just like the things. the character of people at different times. Yeah, like it's really interesting. Like just the people watch to go in there. Like you'll notice that. Like I I find that during both uh, the midday, like so your lunch and your dinner, very stressful people, very stressed out, very rushed, very no. It's a chaotic environment. Anyone. Yeah. First, but first in the morning, old men. Yeah. Well, first, I like first in the morning because no, I'd hate to sound because you're an old man. No, no, I find that <laughs> I find that everybody that's working there and that's in there is positive and a spring in their step, and everybody's happy. No one's yelled at them. Ground them down yet? Oh, right? I got like, it. They're just they're excited. They're you know everybody's jovial and it's a much nicer environment. And then as the day goes on, as in some stores, I'm in there four or five <laughs> times a day. I can watch those same people. I can watch their demeanor and the life getting crushed out of them. By, right. You know, like, yeah. yeah. So I'd, I'd much rather go when everybody's happy and nice and, and pleasant at, in the morning. I agree with that. I mean, my my experience is that everything is lovely in the morning. There's the postman whistling and there is a spring <laughs> in everyone's step and all is well. And the later until it gets to the night when everything including outside the store is just sinister and dodgy and right. weird. And yeah. you're like, Oh, yeah. go inside, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. And then in the morning it resets. and everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I always like shopping at the end of the day too. Yeah. Cause you can just go through and you get those last minute deals. Well, as we said, don't, don't shop hungry. So it's good. Yeah, go absolutely. After go after dinner, go after dinner. <laughs> well, time. yeah. So let's round off by saying, what is your number one tip? to survive the grocery store. Let's go with that. Sure. My number one tip for my own purposes is circumference. Get everything in the circumference of the store and then worry about some of the stuff in the middle of the store. Like that's not important. That's your Go around the outside. Yeah. Nice. Austin. For me, it's honestly just making a list and sticking to it as best as I can. Okay. Just trying to, you know, plan it accordingly. Head down. Make it in order. Yeah. Go in there happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to say actually, like, check out your prices. Like, focus mm-hmm. on, look at your prices. Look at the the breakdown of the prices because usually when you're comparing price products, there's a price difference between them. Yeah. Not that I'm saying there some products are better quality than others. Yeah. Read your labels. 
Yeah. So be informed. I be think informed. that's great. Yeah. And you stole you stole mine there. Mine was actually committing a bit of a sin and adding something new at the roundup of the show. Oh, but no. reading the labels is important because sometimes yeah. if you want to buy that giant chocolate bar and then you realise it's actually got twenty two grams of sugar. Right. And yeah. or sorry, twenty two teaspoons of sugar in some cases. Yeah. <laughs> and to visualise what that looks like, half a champagne flute, and you think, yeah, it's just enough to put it down. So read yeah. the labels, not the marketing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All okay. right. Well, thanks for the topic. I thought this was a great one. And thanks, Austin, for coming in and joining us. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. And Thank just you so one much. more. You should give us a little for people to check out your music there. Yeah. Sorry, what was that? Your, check out your music. Where can they find your music? You can find me on uh, all the all the streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, ADT is the artist's name. And the new single is Go. Awesome. Yeah. Great. And I you'll will definitely hear, do that. hear his music on our shows too, right? Yeah. So. It's exciting. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Austin, I have now forgotten your last name. Diot Turner. Diot Turner. <laughs> great great That's job. Okay. Thank you for joining us here on the Edible Valley podcast. My name is William Stringer. I am the producer. Darren Howlett, the co-host. And I'm Chef Jonathan Fraser. Thanks again for listening to another episode. And that wraps up another episode of the Edible Valley podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And a special thanks goes to the local businesses that help support our podcast. They make it possible for us to showcase your local food community. We'd love you to follow us on your preferred social media at Edible Valley, where you can check out our blog, find recipes and tips behind the scenes. And of course, keep a lookout for where we are going to turn up next in your Edible Valley. <laughs> Sorry, what was the last name? Not Turner. Yeah, who's introducing you? Oh, I knew that. <laughs> I'm already. I'm so, so, so you, like, you, you worry about this. you, my son. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this, All right. this is going to be a good episode. Feel it already. <laughs> okay. And this has been an edible.